producer for a long time. So, so it's always, always the joke. <laughs> always a joke. Roll the footage. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Simon Severino, your host. And today with us, Charlie Engel, the man. He ran from everywhere to everywhere. He was in the New York Times. He was interviewed by everybody. And uh, he has now even a bigger adventure that he wants to share with us from the lowest point of the earth to the highest point of the earth. We can learn so much from this man about leadership, about healing about life welcome everybody charlie angle thank you charlie how are you what what are you currently up to yeah thanks for asking well i am i am totally immersed in uh my latest project which is a human powered expedition that will take me from the shore of the dead sea in israel all the way across the Dead Sea uh, by kayak. I'll do a free dive in the Dead Sea. When I come up, I'll continue to Jordan and then I'll run 2000 miles across the Arabian desert. And when I get to the tip of Oman, I'll get into a boat and I'll row across the Indian Ocean to India where I'll mountain bike to the base of Mount Everest. And, you know, then it's just like two or three miles to the top, you know, no big deal. Are you running away from something? <laughs> Absolutely. Life. Having a normal job. <laughs> because look, normal jobs are overrated. No, I mean, look, it's it's um, and I know that you can relate to this and your listeners can relate. And it's this idea that, you know, uh, addiction, which I am a recovering drug and drug addict and alcoholic for 30 years now, but everyone needs periods of obsession like if you really want to get good at something or you want to be successful at something and from the outside other people looking at you uh they're saying wow that's this is all he does he only does this one thing like what's wrong with him or what's he running away from and i'll just say this when i was a drug addict you know as compared to my life today you know i've never I've never pawned my computer or, or sold my car to enter uh, a hundred mile running race, but I, I did those things as an addict and it's, it's a much different life. The obsession I have today is totally positive. I love it. How you, how you show both sides of the medal, right? Being obsessively creating one thing or curating one thing or passionate about one thing. At the same time, we are taking away energy from somewhere else. And most people listening are entrepreneurs and are um, running small firms on their own, which is totally intense. And you have those intensity periods where everybody goes like, ah, can you work less? Are you like addict? Is this your, your baby now? We can all relate. How do you, how do you prepare for such a huge adventure? That's a great question because it is the hardest part. And I think what's happened, I've just turned 60 years old a couple of months ago. And as, as you, as I think, you know, I've had some big projects in the past. I've done a lot of running, a lot of big adventures. And the difference between those and this one 
is a, a real focus and recognition on health instead of training. <laughs> so mentally, <clears throat> I'm all about being as healthy as I possibly can as I prepare for this big adventure. Whereas in the past, I wouldn't have time to talk to you because I would be out running 20 miles or doing, you know, I mean, my, I was so obsessed with training all the time. And what I've recognized and learned is that lesson that as entrepreneurs, we also learn it's way better to, to train and prepare smarter than harder. And look, my addictive nature, my obsessive nature, it's a, it's a superpower. It's not a, it's not a curse. People would assume addiction is always like a bad thing, but as long as I'm not drinking and doing drugs, the nature that I have that makes me good at things like I'm good at things because I have this obsessive nature and I want to pursue it and I focus on what's right in front of me. I don't get caught up in outcomes. I can't control what's going to happen in this expedition, just like many of the entrepreneurs that you that you have listening. You, you can you can control the idea. You can control the effort you put towards it but you can't predict or control what's going to happen. So you have to focus on running the miles that are right in front of you. <laughs> that's, that's what the focus has to be. Focus on this today. And that's what I'm doing in preparation for this big adventure is focusing on, you know, right now today. And I know if I keep doing all the steps, then I'll get an opportunity to take on this big adventure. In 1996, you did the Echo Challenge, and then directly from there, you went to Hawaii to do Kona. Most most people, including me, who ever wanted to do Kona, never qualified to get there because that's impressive enough. And you do like two things in a row. How do you do that? Well, you know what's funny is I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna even tell you there was a third thing that I did right there because there was a, a very big race in adventure racing called the Raid Gawaz. And it was a, a French race. Um, and the French were you know, this was the Super Bowl uh, or the World Cup of uh, adventure racing. And uh, and so I did all three of those events in a period of about four months and uh, there's a big difference. Today I'm 60. Uh, that was that was uh, 27 years ago. So I was in my early 30s, and so my my body was much different, and you know, and better. And I uh, some of it is look, I I want to have experiences. I'm not trying to be. I'm never going to be the best in the world at something athletic because I don't. I don't have the ability. What I have is a very big stubborn streak and my ability to focus on one task on, on saying, this is what I'm going to do and, and remain determined to get it done. That's, that's the thing that I'm good at. And, uh, so I wasn't worried about winning the Ironman, right? I was so excited that I qualified and I got the chance to actually be there. Uh, that, you know, I just wanted to, I had a terrible time. I didn't run a very good race, but I, I soaked in that opportunity and I put my ego on the side and I realized how lucky I was to even be there. Walk me through the inner monologue in such a race or multiple races. What are the, the, the stages, the feelings that you go through and how, how do you speak to yourself in, in those stages? 
Wow, that's such a great question, Simon, because I, I honestly, one word popped into my head uh, as you were asking the question. <laughs> and I like to be honest, the word was despair. Mm. And, you know, because what happens in these events is you reach moments of despair where you are, your mind is absolutely telling you 100% there's no way that you can possibly go any farther. And experience has taught me through the years that if, if I don't make a big decision at a low moment, so, and this actually applies to business, to your marriage, to running a marathon, all of these things, because we, we as humans tend to make big decisions when we're down here, you know, we're having a bad moment. And so we quit the job, we leave the marriage, we stop the race. And if we'll just let that moment pass, it doesn't mean it's going to go away, but in a race, if I let that bad uh, moment of despair, just pass by, I eat, experience tells me that what's actually happening is I need to feed myself. I need to eat. I need to drink. Maybe I need to walk for a minute. I need to, but I need to keep moving, but very slowly. And if I do those things, my pain may go from a 10 down to an eight, <laughs> right? Which it's still a lot of pain. It's a lot, you know, I'm, I'm still feeling uh, the despair but it's gotten better and it allows me to continue moving. Mm -hmm. And, and again, I think the, the, the lesson there is that we, we all it, just being human means that you're going through a lot of struggle. Struggle is the only thing that we all relate to. We don't all relate to finishing an Ironman or, or building a successful business, right? But we all relate to struggle. And if you can learn that there are tools that you have to have ready, you can't wonder what to do when you're running an Ironman. You have to know what to do. You can't wonder what are you going to do when your business is struggling. You know, you have to have some tools uh, that allow you to move forward. So I think the main thing is never make a big decision when you're at a very low moment. You, you might still make the same decision later or the next day or the next week, but do it with a clear head and after a good night's sleep. One thing that I always say is keep rolling, just keep rolling. Hey, everybody, keep rolling. Yeah. I say this every day since 10 years. And this seems to be one one of the, the mental models that you have. Now I need to feed myself. Let's stay here. Let's stay on task. What is it that I need right now? How can I get from 10 pain to 8 pain so that you can keep um, your momentum? Um, I, I used to have a T-shirt, Simon, that said, it just said, the chair is the enemy. And, you know, and it was it, and it was a guy who is a cartoon, you know, and he's in a, a folded up chair and his body's all like. But the point is, you know, in a race, in all of these things, you can slow down. But as you just said, just keep moving, even if it's very slow. And that is so important for entrepreneurs and in leadership. Right. And and in marriage and in parenting and in all these things. If we just apply this one piece, I will listen to this a couple couple times more. Just this one piece. There is a peak despair, a peak pain, and then there are two things. First, it will pass. And 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 second, it's in the mind. A part of it is in the mind. Part is in the body, you cannot change that. But part is in the mind, and that you can actually maybe influence. 
this is where I want to go with you, the inner monologue and what is actually in, in our control in those stages after one word from our sponsors. What if your business would run well even when you are on vacation? Discover how 1,600 business owners have regained their freedom using the Strategy Sprint's blueprints. How they enjoy living their dream and watching their business scale. Get the exact checklists they use to go from stressed to fulfilled using the Strategy Sprint's method. Order your copy of Strategy Sprint's 12 Ways to Accelerate Growth for an Agile Business on Amazon today. And if you love it, leave us a review. For more information, head over to strategiesprints.com. One thing that I I would would have would be afraid uh, in such a long adventure, such a hard adventure, is how my own mind talks to me. Because I will talk to me all the time, and it will be painful. How do you manage the that inner monologue? Yeah, I mean that is at the at its very core, Simon. That's about fear. Right. Because we we first of all, we usually talk ourselves out of even trying to begin with because we decide, oh, I don't know enough about that business or I can't run that far or whatever it is. So most people don't even take the first step. So if you have the courage to take the first step, then the problem is you're going to hit points along the way where you feel hopeless, where it feels like there's no way you're going to be able to finish this task, whatever it is, and you're just going to fail. So the inner monologue is 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 very much about focusing on. And I know it sounds so it's a cliche, but it is one foot in front of the other. We, we kind of touched on it. It's mm -hmm. about it's about committing to continued forward movement. And a lot of times it's about ego too. We're worried that other people are watching us. Mm. And how's it going to look if your business fails? How's it going to look if you, um, if you quit the race? Or how's it going to look if your marriage fails? Who cares? <laughs> we, we, we think that other people are watching us all the time. Nobody's watching us. We care about ourselves more than we care about, you know, anyone else, but it feels like other people are watching us and judging us. So mm -hmm. if we can always try our best to put a put aside the fear that those other people are watching us and they're judging us and realize that, you know, in our hearts, what we thought we were going to get, you know, everyone starts with a goal, right? Whatever that goal is, we think that's what we want. Along the way, along the journey, what you discover is the goal very often is irrelevant. And it's about all the lessons that you're learning as you go. So I will say this, though, mindset, mindset is and I know this is your expertise. Mindset is so important. When I start a race, I don't say the words. I'm just going to do the best I can and see how it goes. I don't say that because mm. that's that gives me like i'm just gonna see how it goes like I, that leaves the door open for me to quit what i say to myself is and it doesn't always work but what i say to myself is no matter what i am going to keep going 
my goal might be to run the marathon in three hours and something happens and it's obvious that it's going to take me six hours. Does that mean that I quit? No, it means that I humbly accept that this didn't go the way I wanted it to go, but I'm going to get to the finish line. And I think that having that mindset when you begin is critical. I remember once in a, in a triathlon that I, I, I had so much pressure from the very beginning and during the race and I, I tried to relax. You know, I was panicking the, in the water and then I was, I was running and I was trying to relax. And so something came to me and I said, earth carry me, water heal me, um, fire transform me, air set me free. I was just using the elements around me, trying to enjoy a little bit, you know, this last piece because uh, everything was hurting. And so I was like, but I was trying to see that there is elements here, supportive elements. I can tap into that. It yeah. kind of worked. It's a beautiful mantra, what you did. And what you're really saying, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but is you're showing gratitude even while you are suffering. And that, again, is the, is the trick. A lot of things don't go the way that we plan them. But if we can just simply have gratitude for the opportunity <laughs> that we have, not you, if you're only grateful when everything goes your way, that's not gratitude. Right. That's not mm. that's not gratitude. If, if, if you only have gratitude because you made a mm. million dollars or because you won the race, mm. that's not gratitude. Gratitude is about, um, you know, being grateful for the opportunity to even begin the race or begin the business or start the family or whatever. But like those that's how you show gratitude to the world around you. And that's what you did. And it's a powerful tool. This is relevant because most listeners are going through the beginning of a recession or stagnation, hard times, hard times. And so if we think that gratitude is actually connecting to what is independently of, um, you know, the judgment, um, this might be quite relevant right now. How can we be part of your next adventure? Yeah, thank you. Well, and I will say to your comment there, it's difficult for gratitude and fear to live at the same time. And so when you feel that, we all have it. When you have that anxiety and that fear that your business is going to fail or you're going to lose all your money or whatever, whatever you're afraid of, you know, trying again to step back into gratitude is a good tool. So. For people that want to uh, not only support, but maybe even come along on this journey, you know, it's going to start basically one year from now. So January of 2024, I will be in Israel at the shore of the Dead Sea. There will be a lot of publicity, but my website would be the best place just for everything, just charlieingle.com. And on there, of course, as you've seen, there's there's videos of some of my talks. Um, I speak on all of Tony Robbins stages these days. Um, I'm a partner with Deepak Chopra in uh, a business about addiction and recovery. 
so I get the opportunity to uh, be telling these stories all over the place. And I want to welcome people to come out. Like if you want to, if you want to kayak across the Dead Sea with me, come on. <laughs> if you want to hike to uh, Mount Everest base camp, then you can, you can come. And so there's a lot of opportunity uh, to come out and to follow along from home. I'd love to kayak with you. Uh, and everybody, charlieengel.com is where you can find him. And um, is there a favorite piece where people can read or watch your thing? Where should we go? charlieengel.com? Yes, if you go there, look, there's a couple of just 15 or 20 minute talks. So if you like a little bit more of, of what you've heard today, you know, I was the first person to ever run all the way across Africa years ago. And I made a big project with Matt Damon. Um, I ended up in prison and federal prison uh, here in the United States. I my story is very open and transparent. And my you know, my attitude is I want to share all those things because if you only share the successes, um, it's not real. It's not real because it, it's sharing the struggles that that matter. So there's also I'm a writer. I have a book called Running Man that's done very well. Um, I think it's available where you are and it's, it's available in many countries around the world. So, and it's not about running. <laughs> so if you're not a runner, don't be afraid. <laughs> it's a, it's just about, it's about life. You know, it's a, it's about finding your way. Anyone can be an optimist, Simon. Anybody can be optimistic when everything is going your way, right? That's not hard, but who are you when everything starts to fall apart? You know what that's the core of who you are and it's a deep dive into examining your you know yourself wow that's powerful i will listen to this tomorrow when i run thank you charlie engel for being here everybody let's go kayak with him charlieengel.com and uh, thank you buddy see you soon my friend Hey, if you love what you are hearing, you will love our free masterclasses. Go grab them at strategiesprints.com. What if your business would run well even when you are on vacation? Discover how 1,600 business owners have regained their freedom using the Strategies Prints blueprints. How they enjoy living their dream and watching their business scale. Get the exact checklists they use to go from stressed to fulfilled using the Strategy Sprints method. Order your copy of Strategy Sprints 12 Ways to Accelerate Growth for an Agile Business on Amazon today. And if you love it, leave us a review.